Hey book friends, it's Brett. I just want to pop in with a quick editor's note and let you know that we actually forgot to let you know which chapters to read for part three. So we will be reading chapters 17 through 22. Just want to give you a quick heads up and we'll finish out the book in week four. So hit us up with your questions, your comments, and thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the episode. Do you think we could get anybody? Do y'all know anybody famous? Um, we really need to get more. What? We need to have, I have some... a weird. I have a weird connection with Mandy Moore. <laughs> it's like a love connection. Yeah. When did you When did you meet Mandy Moore? Mandy Moore. Okay. Okay. To skip to the conclusion, for about <laughs> you didn't even start the story. For about two to three years, me and my family would send Mandy Moore Christmas cards every year. Okay. That's the conclusion of the story. Did, did she open them? Were they unsolicited? Did right. They just sent Mandy Moore Christmas they, cards. They you were could just be a crazy Because we could all send Mandy yeah. Moore Christmas Here's cards. Here's the thing. I, I mean, Moore, I do. I don't know about you, but yeah, Mandy year. Moore expected them. How do you know? Is that because you you send them every I year because so you're a crazy person? I said so every day. Throughout, like, not She's even like, throughout <laughs> the year, not even just a Christmas. Happy time. Easter, Mandy Moore. Welcome to Bookends with Friends. Love is in the air, and I'm your co-host, Parker Mann. Oh, I'm your trauma-filled co-host, Brett Irvin. <laughs> oh, shoot. You, you guys took both the characters. Uh, uh, I'm a Pete's Coffee. Daniel Phillips. <laughs> nice. You're a, a barista? You. Yeah, I'm a barista slash books, bookseller. Bookseller. Well, that's good. This is a book club podcast where we go over one book a month. All right. Join our book club. <laughs> what what book are we going over this month? Beach Read. Isn't it uh, Gus's book? Doing Gus's The Revolutionaries? Book. The, is that the, it? Um, no. Rochambeau. The, that was one of them. That was one and of them. And there's The Revelatories? Revelatories. That's what it's is, called. Am I saying that right? Yeah. yeah. No, that, that's, yeah. yeah. Welcome to Beach Read. Romance is in the air. There's some hearts everywhere there's just steamy sadness we sexy got, we got steamy we got really steamy These chapters we got sadness too yeah we did and and <laughs> sexy it was we got there's a lot of sexy there's and a lot of similes i can't wait to talk there's to a lot you. of similes talking about how she feels when she sees the his shoulder joint move <laughs> with some descriptive language i uh yeah it was good. It was good to read. That sounded <laughs> awful. I hate that I just said that. Yeah, there's nothing I love more than nice hip bones digging into me. That's it. <laughs> I just laughed because it was like he would move. He would like shift and she'd be like, oh my God, his shoulder. And I, I was mean, like, it was sexy writing. I, yeah, it was I really, felt it. It was sexy writing, but my wife does not like. I'm a really bony guy. <laughs> she doesn't like, like your hip bones. I'm near in the back in the middle of the night on accident. Well, hey, I think that's not sexy. <laughs> if you're I trying to was... sexily knee her in the back, we, got, we need to talk after but this But I'm podcast. wearing a cute maid outfit. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the podcast is over. That'd actually be hilarious to see. <laughs> Dan, Dan is want a maid six outfit? foot five, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Be trade. It's been, it's been good so far, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, well, how's, yeah. How's your week? How's your short story? My short story? Yeah. I switched it up on you. You I, did. I, you I went yeah. to you first. Wow. Wow. Like Took a thief in the night. 
Um, we have a new leader of the podcast. I'm just never the leader of the podcast. Yeah, clearly, because it's Dan. Yeah, it's me now. All right. Oh, Captain, my Captain. How's your How's your week? Um, my week was good. Uh, I it was kind of uneventful. I'm really tired too. I feel like I've just been doing a lot. Um, but a little highlight of my week um, was that I finished a beautifully foolish endeavor. Oh. Uh, and it was really great. I'm glad I, I was able to like you know blow through the second book because we weren't doing it weekly. Yeah. Um, and because Hank wasn't paying us to do it. Yeah, uh, exactly. By the way, that's the second book of. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. That's the second book after yeah. an absolutely remarkable thing. Um, and it was great. I really, really enjoyed Thoughts? it. Five out of five. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I so it's different. Um, I don't know which one I like more. Um, because. I feel like the second one took more of a sci-fi route and uh, like got a little crazier in that regard, but it really like delved into a lot of like the other characters, the side characters um, and, and brought them, you know, more to the, the forefront of the action, which was just great. Nice. Um, so. I kind of thought that's how the book would end. The first book, I thought it would get really sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And that's why. Yeah. So this one, nice. this one kind of does that. So yeah, five out of five. I loved it. It was great. Good writing. Made me emotional at the end. So, yeah. Cool beans. Nice. Cool beans. Dan? Oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> shoot. Brett has the power now. What do we yeah. do? Um, my week was long. It was a long week. Um, I traveled to New Jersey for the very first time this week um, for some, for some uh, family stuff. Um, and New Jersey is a place. <laughs> I think this is the second episode where we really dunk on this New Jersey. This is a Jersey-friendly podcast. Uh, I don't think I'll, so. I'll be Jersey-friendly. Uh, my <laughs> wife is from New Jersey. Uh, we travel well, that's there. That's where the friendly start stops. Yes. <laughs> you know, we can see our viewership on the map uh, on, on Podbean, and I don't actually think we have any New Jersey listeners that so I know trash away. So let's just trash just away. Go, okay, then I'll just go into it. Yeah. Um, so we we went up there for some some personal reasons. Um, we flew into Philly, um, and I've been to Philly before. I actually really liked Philly. Um, I went there a few. Is years it always ago. sunny there? God, I wish <laughs> if I could just run into Charlie at the <laughs> Philadelphia airport, I I wouldn't even mind going to New Jersey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then we went to we got a rental. Oh, I rented a car for the first for time? the first time. Yeah. Nice. I got a bright blue Nissan Versa. Ooh. How was it? It was a car. My car doesn't work right now. So better. So it was a car that worked. So I was like, oh, nice. Oh, this, better, is, yeah. this is what it's like to have a car that works like it Solid. should. Um, so no other state has these apparently because Nicole's. Nissan Versas? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a New Jersey exclusive car? Um, no, but Nicole calls them jug handles. Have that sounds ever, like a southern thing. Have you ever heard of a jug handle? Sounds like something you pull off to the side of the road and get with boiled peanuts. <laughs> it does. Um, so It sounds like Jughead's brother from Archie Comics. Oh, uh, yeah. So, no, Nicole has tried explaining to me what jug handles are before, and it's never made sense. So what jug handles are... Wait, can we are, guess? Yes. That's a good... Yes, please. It's what uh, It's what you use to hold on to, like, a milk, it's, milk jug. It's... Um, that's a good guess. I'll give you a hint just to narrow it <laughs> Yeah, down. give me something. It's based off of, like, New Jersey infrastructure and how, like... <laughs> Not much of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and how, like, you get around in New Jersey. Um, a jug handle 
is a name for a person who fills up your gas because I think in New yeah. Jersey they have people who I fill was going to get that. That's not what it yeah. is, but yeah, I could oh. not fill up my own gas in New Jersey. States? I'm not sure. Yeah, like that's a job that yeah. people have is like yes. gas pumper. Still yes. a thing. Jug handle. It's illegal. It is illegal. Did I get around? Uh, you did not get it right, but I was going to talk about that, so I was going to guess. It's about how you get around. Is it a is it a form of like bike or something like that? Uh, also a good guess. So, no, it's not a bike. Jug handles, I don't know if they're actually called this. Once again, it's what Nicole calls them. Is it like a suspicious alcohol that you buy <laughs> off of like a person in the street So corner? it's only a New Jersey moonshine. Yeah. No, so in New Jersey on the main highways, um, you cannot turn left at intersections. If you want to turn left, you have to get on a far right lane and take this mini road that loops right angle around to the other side of the intersection, and then you go straight. So there is no left turns. You cannot be on the highway and turn left. You have to turn right, go in a big that circle. Like slow down traffic? I have no clue. I almost crashed. No, I mean speed up traffic. Sorry. I almost crashed multiple times. Yeah, I'm a very the, bad driver, and the idea of me trying to like contextualize that in my in my head makes me scared. So I mean, it's there, like it's like an off ramp that circles back around to the the road that goes straight yes, across. It's like an extended um, roundabout, yeah. almost. It's roundabout esque, where you don't stop the flow of traffic, but you get in the right lane and I'm guessing it's so people don't slow down the because the left lane is the fast lane, so yeah. it's probably so they don't slow down that. But the thing is, it but makes I, no sense. Why it don't makes, they just have turn? Yeah, I'm turns. guessing it's not a very good infrastructure only design in Jersey. because it's only in Jersey. So it makes no sense because in your head you're like, okay, I'll just get on the jug handle and I'll go straight. That's not how it works because it's still an intersection. So yeah. if it's a green light when you're on the jug handle. It's a red light when you get to the other side to go straight. So, like, interesting. I almost died multiple times. Hey, do you think if um, they wouldn't have been interrupted if Gus in January would have done a jug handle? No, tell give us a clue as <laughs> to what that is. What's yeah, what's that, what's that, that jug handle? Yeah, well, yeah. No, if you don't know. On. You don't know. Right, uh, help, help us out. We're moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what this. It sounded like a weird sexual thing to it me. It does sound Is sexual. this going to be on our podcast wiki? The jug handle? Jug handling? It's just going to be our thing where we oh, always... Oh, don't make it a verb. We always... We <laughs> don't call it jug handling. We always no, reference it, but handling. we always reference it, but no one ever explains what it it's is. It's really easy to guess what I mean, jug handling is. I mean, plenty of people know what jug handling is. When you say it like a verb, of course they do. Is it when something's happening when you're on a jug handle driving in New Jersey? <laughs> it only, it's only when a sex act takes place when you're on, on a jug, jug handle. handle. They're pretty short. Yeah. It's got to be quick. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's like the Mile High Club, but just for Jersey people. The jug handle. <laughs> okay, Incredible. Brett, how was your week? My week was pretty good. Um, not a whole lot happened, just been working and stuff. But I don't know if anyone else is like me. But I tend to learn a lot of random stuff just from going on like YouTube and Wikipedia like rabbit holes. It's my source of most of my source of knowledge these days. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of times like recently for some reason I got into snowboarding and I just watched like a lot of it's it was I was like just in a snowboarding mood. Hell so yeah, I learned brother. a lot about snowboarding. Do you like skiing and snowboarding? I've never been, but I think I would. I feel yes. like you would shred some powder. Yeah, probably. I would love to shred some gnarly pow pow. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so recently I found the show on Netflix. I forget exactly what it's called, but it's about F1 racing. Yeah. 
It's like a behind the scenes show for like F one or whatever. And Is I was that like, a snowboarding thing? No, it's Formula it, Formula One racing. Oh yeah, it's like the cars. European racing. How do we get? Not. Just to be clear, not into NASCAR. I'm not into NASCAR. F1 is pretty cool though, because it's like cooler. Right? It's like cooler cool. Racing. It's just it's it just looks it's just more in, it seems more interesting. The, the to thing me, I but... know about F1 is it has like every single day on Reddit, it's on like the highest really like, popular page. Oh like, wow, I didn't know that. It's a huge I didn't know, following. I I knew it existed, but I never really knew anything about it. And yeah. I was just like, I think I was working one day and just turn on in the background and it was just i was learning about f1 racing and i was like i never knew anything about nice. it and so i was just like all right this is pretty cool it's like what, uh, tony stark does in iron man 2 exactly that exactly the oh. in monte carlo Every, <laughs> when, when see, whiplash attacks yeah, yeah. oh why didn't you just say so wait so <laughs> Sorry, did you, wait, so you were saying snowboarding at first just because you went down a youtube rabbit i was hole. explaining that was my last one ah this nice. is my now one. f1 sometimes one. it's just i know these are two like sports back to back it's not really ever sports, but it's just happened to be two sports back to back. But uh, I just thought it was like I went on like a movie, like cinematography one for a little while. Oh, yeah. so I was just one. like, say something, wanna... say something about F1 that you learned. I mean, I know say something like cool that like I wouldn't understand. Um, you can make it up. You could say like. The car's jug handle every time they go around a turn. And I... Exactly. No, wait. You already know. <laughs> There's a lot of jug handling oh, on that sick. on those racetracks. I don't know. I learned. I don't know a ton about like engines and stuff. They don't. They talk about. It's more about like the drama behind it. So it's just like you know, like watching a reality show. There's gonna be drama and everything, and it's just a bunch of like gear European gearheads just like getting mad at each other for racing that. stuff, and it's just like. Yeah, a bunch of like pretty boy drivers. Like, yeah, they're all super attractive. Oh, they're like, yeah, it's ridiculous. That's what, and I learned like I know like ten F one drivers' names. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that guy. Like, and, like I know idolized. Yeah, yeah I would have to imagine. Crazy. Like Lewis Hamilton is the current world champion, and he's like he's he's more like normal sports world known. Yeah, but he's like like one of the all time great racers, and he's just a cool British guy. I would have to imagine to get involved with something like that you would probably need to come from money because i can't imagine lewis hamilton i don't think he did i can't confirm but i a lot of the times i think yes because there's you know sometimes you can hear a name and you're like that's an that's a money name like one of the top and I, i'm not trying to judge <laughs> no i hit me with his money name I'm not trying to judge this guy. He's Dutch. He's a, it's a really cool name, but I heard it and I was like, that guy came from money. Oh His name is Maximilian Verstappen. Oh and I was God. like, he goes by Max Verstappen. Oh, and I was Jesus. like, that dude, like, there's, he, he, if he's he doesn't like, come from money, then I'm going to be really surprised. He sounds, he sounds, his name sounds like he smells good. <laughs> right, exactly. Does that make sense? His name yeah. sounds like he's the dad from Home Alone 4. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like, it's like his, like, how do you make that up? But yeah, so it's, it's super interesting. Like I've learned all this stuff, but yeah, so yeah. F1. I'm F1. still watching it. There's three seasons of it. So nice. I've gone through it in like a week <laughs> <laughs> just while I was working in the yeah, background. It's interesting. Yeah. Nice. So shout out Max Verstappen and all his money. Yeah. You smell good. He definitely makes money now. Yeah. I imagine so. He sounds like he smells good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He probably does. Yeah. Do you want to get into recap? Recap. Sounds good. All right, guys. Let me uh, get us into recap here. I'm going to blow through this. That was a big stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm going to blow through this. So 
Uh, y'all interject. Where you're gonna you're gonna jug handle right through this. <laughs> I hate <laughs> it. I hate it so much. Um, so just interject if I okay. miss things. All right, because I just took a bunch of notes, but it's kind of it's my brain like on down to notes, which mm. is never a good thing. Mm, it's okay, a classic jug handle. So. <laughs> So January and Gus write message through their windows. I wrote in parentheses, it's cute. It's a they they reference like the Taylor Swift video. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. Um they have big pieces of paper and they write notes. It's great. Yeah. Uh they so go on Gus's date, which is to interview a woman's whose sister uh was in a suicide cult. Um and Gus tells January that it's to learn character in detail. Um, which is Less cute. Less cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she, of course, like, retorts, like, hey, I have that in my book, too. Yeah. You ding-dong. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. So that uh, goes as well as it could, I guess. It's very sad. They talk to, her name is um, Grace. Grace. Hope and, and Grace. Yes, and yes. Hope is the sister. And the thing that I wrote to take away was that Grace said, like, the reason she didn't know anything was wrong was because she was still laughing. Like, she was still... She felt, she seemed better almost than where she was um, before she, you know, went down that path. So um, it was kind of an intense part of the book. Um, and then I wrote here right after that, the slow burn tension is, and then I have three fire emojis. And I oh. think that was when they were like filling up gas after and they were talking and they were like telling each other about each other's backstories a little bit. And he like leaned in close and whispered in her ear. Oh, yeah. And I think she was, like, uh, taking notes of his, like, form and body. And Ooh, his, jo- his joints. And yeah, his joints and his, his biceps and stuff. There was a lot of tension, and it was it was good. It was good reading. It was very steamy. Um, <laughs> sorry. This you is should my, have seen Parker's windows. These are my notes. Yeah, <laughs> gross. Steamy. Um, <laughs> and, and, well, I mean, so, I, but, like, I love, I love a good slow burn yeah, romance, yeah. you know. So I, I liked when it was, like, this, like, budding tension of like what's gonna happen their their lips are awfully close sorry i got off track um anyways <laughs> so gosh parker the windows are fogging up again <laughs> i know sorry it's getting steamy in here um J- uh, january takes gus to a carnival on their date um or on her date and uh it is interesting she uh, is trying to get him to believe in love and, and romance and she wants him to go on rides and he's like, no, this is a death trap. And then they see a couple that are making out by porter potties and it's it, they have a bunch she of cute banter. She mentions that her parents met at a carnival. Yes. And tells the story of they went to the one of the fortune tellers and that's that's how they met. And they still have that stuff framed, or I guess her mom does, still has it framed in their house. Mm-hmm. Yes. Two fortune teller tickets. Um, I did write that this is just a side note for me, really, but January's idea of a perfect dad is the dad from Veronica Mars. And I don't know if either of y'all watched Veronica I, Mars. I, I, I saw the, I, I got the reference. I was big into Veronica Mars. I've never watched it. Yeah. Emily Henry, like, is maybe wrote this book just for me because there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, oh, man, that's good writing. And that the dad from Veronica Mars is so charming. And, like, he's so goofy and is a perfect dad. So um, nice, Emily Henry. Uh, nice. Uh, on their way home from the not date, they share more details of their life, uh, of their lives. Sorry, um, January informs him that her and Jacques is that how yeah they, yeah Jacques I think Jacques. so yeah that's how I have the audiobook in it. It's uh, dated for six years. 
um, but they broke up because after everything went wrong with the dad, like he couldn't take her being not this like bubbly different persona right yeah, which is was kind like, of shitty yeah, he couldn't he handle, like, you're different he couldn't handle the lows right because yeah. he was yeah he was basically like a like hype man all mm-hmm. love all the time parties and yeah and and you know this like perfect idea of romance yeah. but the second there was something thrown in the way of yeah. that you when know, she was dealing with things he didn't care yeah so Jacques sucks um and then Gus's mom died when he was young, and he tells her that he was basically dealt with, like, an abusive relationship with his father, which they haven't really gotten into that much, and I really think that's obviously going to be a big thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is good for January. It revamped her book. Uh, she now is writing it about a circus family um, in the past, and she's doing a bunch, like, of research, and it's kind of, um, like, all, all these people in the circus have you know hidden secrets so she's mm-hmm. it's still um i think like kind of almost a blend of their styles because it's still yeah. like about her life and about the situation that she's dealing with but now it's through the lens of these new characters and it's kind of gotten her back on track with her writing um there's one chapter that was completely devoted to january having a sexy dream about gus it was one sentence long thought that was hilarious thought gotta, that was great gotta take that cold shower Got to take a cold shower. And then she made a joke about cold showers, which I yeah. think is also great. Because, like, How do people. No one. Yeah, media references that all that. the time. Like, cold showers to, like, cool you off from being horny or whatever. But, like, cold showers suck. And I don't know anyone who's actually like, man, I'm so horny. The only thing that's going to make me not horny right now is a cold shower. I made a joke about, like, taking a cold shower, and Nicole didn't know what that meant. And yeah. I was like, really, it's just something that's like said, said. in movies all the yeah. time. And she was like, I've never once heard that. I think you just made that oh, up. No. <laughs> it's always like, no. No, it's a real thing. Emily it's, Henry obviously yeah. knows it's, it's a real book, thing. Like, but she also now. knows that it's dumb because January. <laughs> Doesn't work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so that leads us to this next bit where January goes to the beach. Um, she... Uh, you know, was writing some. She goes to the beach because she hasn't been to the beach yet. And then she's kind of just overcome by emotion of, you know, everything going on in her life and her dad and the situation. And she starts crying and then a bird poops on her. Mm. And then she turns around and Gus is there and he comforts her. And it's a really sweet moment. Um, There's more slow burn, budding tension and he like rubs his hand through her hair and then he's like, oh man, there's a whole bunch of shit in your hair, which is really funny. Lots of poo hair. Yeah, a lot of a lot of bird poop in the hair. So everything's going pretty good. Um, and that leads us to January 2nd date uh, where they go to a triple feature drive-in movie. That's too long. Meg Ryan. It's a trilogy. Meg Ryan Yes, triple feature. That's too long. Harry Met Sally, Sleepless in Seattle, and You Got Mail, which are all great movies. Um, me and Maddie actually did a, randomly watch Sleepless in Seattle and You Got Mail like this past year. So we did a kind of a Meg Ryan date of nice. our own. Um, and it, I mean, those movies will make you fall in love. Is Tom Hanks in both of those? Um, he's in Sleepless in Seattle. He's in, he's in Billy there. Crystal's in one of them, I think. Billy Crystal's uh, Harry Met Sally, but isn't he You Got Mail also? I think because they're the ones who are like emailing each other back and forth about like the bookstore problems, and he's like the the Barnes and Noble, and she's the yeah, local bookshop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess Amazon's sure probably better. Yeah. Um, no, I mean well, at the Barnes time. And, yeah, yeah. At Anyways, the that they're great movies, and so that was also right up my alley. 
Um, and then things get really steamy. We get steamed up. Yeah, they kiss. Um, I mean, they, they were kind of like playing around it the whole night because they're in the back of her Kia. Um, it's really crammed. Kias are small cars. Kias are small. I'm picturing a Kia Soul because that was Maddie's first car. Yeah. Um, and that's what you picture when you picture a Kia too. Everyone pictures a Kia Soul. Yeah. And and they're trying to watch a movie. I'm and a Kia Rio guy myself. Their bodies are touching. <laughs> they keep like moving in different positions to try to get comfortable, but they're always touching. Get comfortable. Okay. And then they get really comfortable and start making out. Um, and the whole time, January's kind of having this, like, inner monologue of, like, I shouldn't do this. I know his, like, principle about, like, once he sleeps with someone, he's done with that relationship kind of thing. And she doesn't want to ruin her friendship. And then they get caught. And so she's like, well, surely that doesn't count, right? Then they just made out. It's not going to be weird. It's not going to be bad. And then it's weird and bad. They didn't cross the jug handle line yet. They, yeah. did. <laughs> they yeah. didn't cross There's the jug. There's no going back. Okay. No <laughs> jug handle base was crossed. Um gross um it's beyond home and play. i'm sad i made that <laughs> joke because now it's just i i'm there's no it's never going away it's yep. gross um <laughs> oh boy they got caught by the staff uh gus ghosts her after a few days um january puts more effort into her writing um and then this kind of you know while this is going on while gus is ghosting her or he's just not at his house it's not like he's you know just ghosting her he's just gone um she runs into pete at the bookstore mm -hmm. and they talk and Pete's like, Oh, well he's my nephew. And they have this whole conversation and she realizes how little she actually knows about him. Yeah. And, um, and, and she also mentions that Gus's birthday party was that night when he was really upset. And that was also the night of his divorce. So there's this big bomb dropped on January. She's all pissed off because she's like, I know this guy. He's supposed to be my friend. He's not really sharing any of these details. And he also was once in love and once married and now is divorced and so she's kind of also mad and i think this is her kind of taking her frustrations out with her dad and yeah. putting them onto gus um but she was mad at the idea that he like you know quote unquote didn't believe in love you know when when writing books but it was because of his own messed up experience with love yeah. and she doesn't believe that's a reason to not believe in love um then gus returns and uh, they have an interview with Dave, the survivor of the death cult who stood them up. I forgot about the Olive Garden scene. Yeah. They, yeah, they were originally, we yeah, they were originally going to go talk to this guy who actually survived a cult, yeah. um, the same cult. And um, he stood them up. So they had a cute, weird moment slow at burn. the Olive Garden. Another slow burn. Another slow burn. Yeah. Oh, the slow burn was so good. And then they had but to ruin it by going ahead it had unlimited breadsticks. Yeah. God, what's sexier than that? What's that, steamier that, than that? that that's nice. a huge catalyst. Man, when you get... No, it is not. If you carb load, you can't, like, you can't go into kissing after yes, that. Yes, you can. Listen, Garlic bread? All those but the buttery lips. <laughs> if you take... Okay, they bring you out a nice warm tray bread of breadsticks yeah. and you take aluminum foil and put it over that tray for like leftovers later and you get home when you take off that foil it's like a waterfall like those things steam up steamy anything oh you're saying yeah yeah yeah. they're steamy i was still talking about steamy yeah yeah if you're making out in a car and there just happens to be warm breadsticks that's in the both grossest seats, visceral in image both seats. wait just to keep them warm it's gonna so get where so are the steamy people? They're in the back seats. Oh, okay. Yeah. Making out. So the breadsticks are driving. The warm breadsticks. Well, they yeah. just left them up there. Oh, okay. Yeah. For later. Um, Can you imagine? Yeah. I can't stop imagining. <laughs> but but that I mean that pretty much brings us up to speed. Sorry, that yeah. ran a little longer than I wanted to. Uh, and, and also the, it kind of concludes with um, after their interview, which ran really long. 
uh, she still hasn't quite forgiven um, Gus. But yet. he got a new still, tattoo. He did get a new tattoo, which they didn't tat- explain. Either. No, we haven't got to that yet. Um, but it's a breadstick. It's probably Olive Garden breadsticks. Yeah. When you're oh. here, you're ha- family. When you're here, when you're, you're here. Because when you're here, it's steamy. When you're here, we're steamy. When you're here, are you steamy? <laughs> I have the double question. <laughs> <laughs> are you here? Yeah, yeah, first you have to find out where you are. First you have to figure out where you are. Yeah. Hey. And then subsequently, are you steamy while are you're you there? <laughs> if you got a tattoo of breadsticks on your body, where would you get it? Would you, you display can you it call proudly? Me breadsticks from now. Breadsticks. I thought you just said breadsticks. When you get a tattoo of breadsticks on your body. Oh no! <laughs> if I were to get a tattoo of breadsticks on my body, there's one obvious place. Under your eyes, like Post Malone. Pinky toe. Pinky toe. Underneath it. On all your fingers. Ow! I feel like that would hurt. <laughs> the the toes and the fingers are really sensitive. There's a lot of nerve endings. A lot of That's true. A lot of sensey fingies. Mm. I may be a tramp stamp. Oh my god! Of a breadstick of, of, of a basket just of just going up your like yeah. spine. The dip. steam, the steam is going up <laughs> oh, my back. Oh god, that's <laughs> awful. Which would kind of also maybe look like fart lines. So that's that's not great. awful. That's you get a so stinky bad. back tattoo. You're not getting. We're not getting breadstick tattoos. I would get. Hey, if, we if get, Emily Henry, if, yeah, if, if Emily, Emily Henry, Henry comes on to our show, we'll get breadstick tattoos during this month. <laughs> So it's a limited window. I'm not leaving this open for okay. the future. I will get a tattoo of breadsticks on my body. Just you. I don't have to commit. No, that's fine. Okay. Hey. You Emily want to, Henry, I'll you get, come on the I'll show. I'll get a breadstick. Uh, yeah, I dude. Don't want to. I'm not getting that. Nice. Well, so if Emily Henry comes onto the show, then we're going to get tattoos of breadsticks. Well, everyone know they just silent high-fived that when they cute. agreed to we just, get... We, we both did. just signed contracts on we, the dotted line. <laughs> we didn't want to ruin the audio. Dan's a notary. Yeah, I'm yeah. here. Okay. I witnessed it. He stamped it. Um, but yeah, no, that was a good recap. I feel like it's going in the direction we guessed. Yeah. Where like um, January is writing a book that's more serious because her life just got super serious. Yeah. And then we were going to learn something about Gus. Right. Tragic backstory. Some like, yeah, he yeah. was lovey-dovey and he's yeah, going to yeah. like maybe go back to roots of like his own life a yeah. little bit. But was, didn't she say, was, because he used to be like how he is now. So yeah. was there a period where he became lovey-dovey and I, I think, he went back to I don't his? think so. I would imagine that his um his upbringing was always rough because of his dad's stuff. Yeah. And I, I would imagine that his um his wife was this, you know, shining moment of hope for his life. And then that um, was all ripped away from him from the divorce. Did it say how long they were married? It didn't, but I don't imagine it was long. Okay. So we watched them go on a bunch of dates. Mm-hmm. We watched the pages. We watched the pages. You guys didn't, I watched, you guys didn't watch the movie? <laughs> I didn't know that was a movie. Hell, sweet. Cool. Oh, I watched the movie. Um, so we followed them along. And that kind of brings up the question uh, we thought we'd talk about. If we had to plan a date for someone to experience our life or get the, get like our experience, you know, something that we would enjoy doing, taking someone along with, uh, what, what would you guys do? So like to get the Brett Daniel Parker date experience? Yeah. God, I bet our listeners are dying to know. Yeah, we'll go through this really quick. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So first we go to a, a local Denny's. Yeah. Um, we get the bring number. your own breadsticks from Olive Garden. Yeah, that's Denny's for dessert. 
Um, and we eat dessert first, obviously. Yeah. Um, so we get the number two specials from Denny's. I'm going to go ahead and cut this one short because... The unlimited pasta pass. Yeah. I'm going to cut this bit short before I talk about Denny's too Is there long. an unlimited pancake pass at Denny's? There should be. Um, God, I don't, I don't know. It. That's a good question. I... What's your dream date? Denny's. What would you so do to my, take someone on the Daniel experience? So I think a better question is... So you're married. Where did, where did you... So, I mean, honestly, that's what I was going to think and, about. Uh, yeah. I'm going to warp the question where do you to how to... I want to think about it. Okay. Um, if I'm taking myself on a dream date, okay. where would I take him? Ah, okay. Because that kind of portrays okay, it perfectly yeah. with what I would do. Because it'd be you, you'd be interested in what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so me, myself, and I are going on a date. I added a third. Um, oh okay yeah. nice um probably like uh three like daniels a, going to date <laughs> probably like a comedy club i Ooh, i think wow, that that's like good i, like I don't it. know i think that fits me pretty well i don't really like and this has gotten trashed a ton in the past like decade i feel like like all my family told me not to do this not like i went on dates in high school but don't do like movies right because mm-hmm. like you can't talk to someone at a movie sure um, but i feel like just like comedy club i don't know it's fun it can yeah. be local it's a place where like you are just laughing yeah. with another person you have some drinks yeah you get some drinks you can just have a good time and then i just really like like walking like walking around it in like a city mm-hmm. so i probably just go on like a nice walk nice just chat it up. That's, I like I like talking. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Walking and talking. Walking, walking and talking. And, talking. and laughing. With Christopher I, I walking. like I like getting down to know people. And boogieing. Yeah. Like dancing. That's beautiful. That's what you're saying. Dancing. So nice yeah. and simple. Yeah. And then Denny's. <laughs> and then Denny's. <laughs> Denny's around the night. Denny's yeah. to start. Denny's to end. Then, then you make out in a Denny's booth. Oh, oh, until you get kicked out. Oh, you don't do that. No, they don't kick you out of Denny's. Oh. <laughs> that's not the worst thing that's happened at Denny's. Oh, you don't do that at Denny's. Shout out Denny's. Have you and Nicole ever been like, kicked out of somewhere? I feel like Denny's no. would tweet at us. No, we haven't. For too much PDA? No. No. I'm not a PDA guy. No, you're definitely. I Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. We haven't been kicked out. Nice. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll make that my goal this week. And I'll tell yeah, you hey, it. go on a date with Nicole and see if she'll make out with you in public. Just go to a, go to a church out. and then... <laughs> Go to church. kick you out real quick. Start What's this up. altar for? <laughs> Guys. <laughs> Incredible. I don't know. Well, where would you take Parker? You don't have to phrase it like No, me. no. Okay. Yeah. So I, I was thinking about this, you know, pre-show, like what would be my dream date? And of course, you know, this is all in context. I mean, me and Maddie have been high school sweetheart, you know, in love for, you know, this, this since high school. That Look kind. at me and my sweetheart. No, wife. okay, whatever. Shut up. <laughs> the, you, okay. But I'm trying, so, it, but over the years it's changed. I mean, when we were, when we were young, you're making fun of movie dates. Literally, I didn't know how to date when I was, you know, first yeah, started dating. I mean, yeah. We went to movies like every date. Don't do that. That's you had a bad to get dropped date. off, right? Right, yeah, by yeah. our parents and picked up. Yeah, so it was really steamy. Um, gross. Gross. So we, uh, but no, no, now, I mean, our, our tastes have changed, developed, all that stuff. My dream date, um, and this is something that me and Maddie do often, so this is kind of just also, you know. An, an, just like what a Tuesday I, night. No, what I think of, of like a really good Saturday okay. is we, uh, you know, wake up and go on a nice bike ride. Um, there's a little local coffee shop that we love, um, you know, a little grocery shop, get breakfast there, coffee. Um, and then sometimes, and, and we haven't done this in a while, but we used to go to this place, Junto Coffee. Yeah. Um, and it's this like really cool, like spread out place. And Maddie's also a great artist. I'm kind of a 
a novice doodler. Um, but we would just go to this coffee shop when we had no plans and, and kind of just like sit around and doodle together and, and drink tea. And that to me is like, that's my ideal date. That's, that is a perfect day to me is, is not anything like crazy planned out, no elaborate, like I'm not going skydiving or anything like that. I'm not an adrenaline junkie, but if I can go on a nice bike ride when it's nice weather and then follow it up by going to a cute tea shop and then doodling with Maddie, then that's like, that's perfect. So that's my dream date. So we just went back to back talking about dream dates with our wife. So Brett. I'd go skydiving. <laughs> the, Brett the Bachelor. Brett the Bachelor. I'd just go skydiving. Hey, tell us, about, like, tell us about dating in the 21st base century. Base jumping. And, right. You know, like Formula cool. One racing. Yeah, Formula One racing. Nice. Snowboarding. Yeah, sick, bro. You know, just like all the adrenaline stuff. Nice. I just don't stop. Yeah, dude. Just free soloing mountains. God, get it. That's my perfect date. God, can I be there? Yeah, of course. Is there a perfect date with me? Yeah. For right now? For free solo. And the other two Daniels. (laughs) (laughs) They're right. They're they're in the car. Can they come? (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I was just thinking of like interests, things that, I mean, maybe they're selfish because I would look okay doing them. Like I was going to say like ice ice skating would be fun. No, this this is good. This is good. Like that. I honestly think that's a great date because it won. I mean, it's something where you're comfortable. You're already, you know, comfortable in that situation. So, I mean, you're you're great at ice skating. So that's a good idea. I literally thought about that this week, Brett, that if we went to like an ice skating rink, you would leave with a date. Wow. (laughs) I was like, why don't we do that? I don't know know if there's any around here. Uh, Also, dating in the time of COVID. I mean, I don't even know that there's an yeah, one there's true. not i don't think there's an ice skating rink anywhere around here but also i don't know that they're open covid can't survive on ice <laughs> <laughs> um they don't make skates small enough you idiot <laughs> so <laughs> um what was the first one you said again um my first date no the first thing that you mentioned denny's no um it, it was like a comedy club yeah that was another one that i thought was a really cool yeah, idea too because i love comedy that'd be really fun like you're just like out it's like going out on the town but without having to go to like a bar or something yeah, like that you're yeah. just going you can have drinks and you can like laugh yeah. and that's always a good shared experience like i feel like laughing is a good way to endear yourself to somebody else yeah um or to like enjoy something with someone else um i don't know uh I always thought it'd be cool to do your own self-made like drive-in theater, like on a beach or something like that. Yeah, I don't live anywhere romantic. near the beach. But <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to think of things that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, like like with the blow-up screen and yeah. yeah, I feel like it'd be pretty cool. A bunch of pillows yeah. and blankets. Yeah, you're really close. There's a dude. Kia involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Meg Ryan movies in the back of the Kia. Yeah, exactly. Um, I like driving, so like weekend trips, like to. Yeah. <laughs> I always think my grandparents. Yeah, they have uh, a had a, had yeah. a cabin in, in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. That's and there's romantic. a place I'd love to take someone to go to Hillbilly Golf in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that is such a good date. I know you're, you're so laughing right now, but I think this is so charming. This is great. That would be hilarious. It's just like it's a it's a I, goofy putt putt place yeah. built on the side of a mountain, and it's just like ridiculous. You know, but I just Auburn, think it would be dumb and funny. In Auburn, there's an indoor putt putt, and it's called Scudder Putters. Scudder Putters. I yeah. like that. No, oh, that's a great. Um, well, yeah, if any so, of you lucky listeners wants to go on a date with Brett, uh, hit him up. <laughs> He'll take you uh, skydiving, uh, skydiving, snowboarding, snowboarding to a comedy F1. club. 
Absolutely. Driving to a cabin and then ice skating. This man can absolutely skate flames around you. And the ice would melt. I was going to show off. The, oh, and they would true. drown. Ice doesn't melt. And it's a tragedy. And it's immune to COVID. That's, that's <laughs> true. You heard it here first. This is why Daniel's not good at ice skating. <laughs> I'm bad at ice skating. But no, those are all really good. Can I round out my date? Yeah. Okay, the perfect end to my date would be... We don't have to include this. I just want to no, talk no, to you guys it. about it. Um, but coming back to where we live and playing either Jackbox games with mm-hmm. friends, because I think that's just... It's so fun to do. Yeah. All the Jackbox games are fun. Or um, Just Dance on the Nintendo Switch and dancing on Just Dance. That's a perfect Sounds date. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, so we did get listener mail. Uh, which nice. is exciting. Yeah, we got uh, uh, Kate who is reading along, um, and and she sent us in some her thoughts on the book, this week's chapters, and I I love that. Thank you so much, Kate, for reading. And anyone else uh, who who wants to read and send in their thoughts, please do that because we love listener mail. Thanks, um, Kate the Killer. Yeah, Kate the Killer Hiller. Thank you for being a part of the discussion this week. Um, so Kate actually had some good critique, um, which is interesting. And I thought that we could bring it up and then and then see how we all kind of felt about it. And, and I wanted to get y'all's thoughts on it. So yeah, dude. she essentially said, and I, I'm going to try to, you know, condense this a little bit. But she said, you know, I'm really enjoying these characters, but this little segment of the book did rub me the wrong way. She didn't like that January, who's our rom- romantic, uh, you know, heroine in this story, Lead. Uh, you know, is now in this kind of way of feeling like she has to like, quote unquote, save Augustus from his, you know, troubled past. And also that she got like really upset when he left, like she's strong and independent. And um, so Kate was like, well, you know, we didn't really need that right. um, in these chapters of, of her kind of putzing around being upset about Gus. Right. Um, and then and then also it, the, the point that she was really trying to drive home um, was that she she's she doesn't want this story to go in the direction of, uh, you, you know, that common trope of like, if January can just be good enough and, and show Gus, you know, how that to change. Exists. Like, well, that love can change an otherwise bad guy. And, like, he'll come around. Right. And so, and, and she, you know, she, you know, was basically saying, like, we, we've seen that done. We've seen it too many times. And also in real life, it's kind of a bad message of, you know, yeah. if you just love someone hard enough, you can change them through their trauma. Like, they need to change for themselves and she was saying that like we also need to normalize men who feel emotion and who are actively seeking help and not waiting on him to be some girl who comes in and has to change him or just put up with him Um, which i thought was very on the money and great feedback um so so tell me uh how do y'all how how did that sit with y'all what do y'all what do y'all feel about these chapters yeah um i i i don't know i feel like it's almost so normal i didn't really even pick up on it but like hearing her thoughts i'm like yeah that is kind of where this is going it definitely falls into the tropes and and once i read kate's email it was almost like um bella and (laughs) edward-esque it's kind of what it made me think of yeah like a comparison of like edward's this guy who's like really closed off and we don't know uh, that gus isn't a vampire that's true that's oh, true. Good point. So good yeah. point. we've never seen him in the daylight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Never seen those hips in the daylight. That's for Your sure. Shoulder joints. Um, but no, I, I think is a really good point. And like, I mean, I don't know. Like, if I didn't work through my own stuff, 
my wife would be really annoyed with me if yeah. she had to like save the day every time I was like upset right. or like had a bad day. Yeah. Like that wouldn't work. I would not get cut slack for that. That's what Daniel Powder's for. Isn't that his name? Who's that? The had a bad day guy. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Nice. The, I, 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 I'm not, I could be totally wrong on that. I thought I, that was I the like guy the who confidence of the guest though. Sorry. No, it's good. But no, I, I I think it's a really good point. I hope that's not where it continues going. Sure. I hope he does like not sit around being a grouch until January finally loves him enough to like bring him Changes out of his mind, shell. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am interested to see if the book subverts that mm-hmm. because it's definitely falling into those tropes. Um and I mean that's how a lot of romantic comedies are built, especially movies. Like sure. There's a lot of romantic comedies that are just like a schlubby guy gets, I mean, literally like every Hallmark movie (laughs) is a successful woman going back to her small town and giving up her like great life to be with some like schlubby guy (laughs) and save him. But like, so that is like an issue with, I think, romantic movies in general, but it's not super, it's more of like fiction that someone's going to come in and completely save your right it does I, happen i'm I not, I'm not, it, I'm not um, a cold i know it happens i'm just <laughs> well, saying well, like, more so more so for the for the sake of like female readers right. and, and people who consume you know media who you know see are that, interested yeah. in dating yeah that that's you don't not want a that, that to influence right that, that they can right. take away it's like yeah, oh well like yeah. i'm just gonna love someone through them right. being bad to me and then they'll change exactly. and become good but to your point, I do, you know, we're obviously, this is, you know, the the first half of the book still. Yeah. I think that there's plenty of time for it our... It could be subverted. Yeah, for, for this trope to be subverted. In fact, I think it will. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it is kind of walking that tightrope right now of, of you know, it, it could go down that path. If it does, you know, I'll maybe be a little disappointed. Um, but I... Especially with what she just found out about him from Pete. Like, yeah. He did go through a lot of stuff and like he's hiding even more things. Right. And so it's I, like I think of... where it's going is still kind of our original guess where they're each going to write these books and be changed through them. It's because it's almost like they're not really being themselves when writing their new book, but they actually like are. Like it's their new it's their new self. She's working through all of the stuff that she's Mm -hmm. probably suppressed for a really long time. And I imagine that Gus is doing the same thing. But we also get moments of Gus where like he um uh Kate mentioned like he's just like kind of a jerk and like she has to like save him from like being bad. But we do get moments where like Gus is really sweet. Yeah. I mean his his moment on the beach was really kind for January when she was, you know, crying and he he basically just said like I'm I'm here if you need to talk. I'm not push pressuring you. I'm not, you know, but if you like you have a friend which was good. The one that I I think of is like have you ever like remembered a forward to a book before or like cuz he remembered that she like shouted out his fan and like pulled it from memory cuz he like has actually read her books yeah. Yeah. and like really appreciated kind of what she read so yeah. like that was a cool moment sorry i interrupted you earlier parker what were you saying no i just uh, i mean my my one thoughts to to kate's points were like uh, of course i'll be disappointed if it goes that way because i also think that something very important maybe of greater importance than we've yet realized in specifically america is just like 
the need for men to be able to be emotionally vulnerable yeah, and to yeah. be able to work through their traumas and stuff and yeah. not put that on other people. Right. Um, I love to see that in real life. I love to see that in media and books and, and TV and everything. So I, I hope it goes in that direction. Um, we are early on in the book. So I think that my hope is, uh, you know, in, instead of it being one of them changes the other, they grow together yeah. and they are willing in to parallel. work on themselves and before they, you know, it's not like a save, savior for either one. They're saving each other. Right. Saving they, themselves. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so they save themselves, and but also are working through this. And I think that's, I think that's true of any relationship. Like, yeah. I, I mean, you, you know, friendship or, or you know, actual relationship, you, you know, you kind of carry each other's burdens, and yeah. you, you know, anytime you're in a real relationship, you bring that baggage with you. So mm-hmm. I think that there's. A, a good hope to say that it might not go down that very tropey yeah. way of him just being bad and her having to save him. Nice conversation. Yeah, it's good. Hey. I feel a little, this is honestly very therapeutic. I feel like looser yeah. now that we are able to talk this out. I feel better. Oh, just, I'm glad. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, we have this author's notes. Yeah, tell me what's going on with Emily, Emily Author's Henry. notes, Emily Henry. So, um, the thing I have on Emily Henry, I think it's going to be kind of fun. What's the dirt you got on Emily Henry? I got Henry? some dirt on <laughs> no, Emily Henry. She needs to come onto our show so I can get oh, a breadstick tattoo. So. I'm going to put her... Put her on blast. Calling her out. No. Emily Henry, if you don't come on to our show, I've got so much dirt. So no, much dirt. Not. I've got so much dirt on you. We're not gaslighting this, our wait, authors. Is this blackmailing? Yeah, I think so. Um, so the dirt I have on Emily Henry. <laughs> God. Um, I actually found an interview that she did a while back when she wrote her first book. Yeah. Which is called uh, The Love That Split the World. Get this. Oh, man. You ready for it? Yeah. She gave some fun facts about Aww. herself. Oh, lovely. That's sweet. Yeah. This is the cleanest dirt you're ever going to see. <laughs> so I've got some fun facts about Emily Henry. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, to just make it a little bit more personal. It's fun yeah, to... I, I like to know... I like to pretend that I'm friends with the authors of my favorite books, so... Um, you really jug-handled us there, Dan. Yeah, I really, I really got you. <laughs> you had me going for a jug-handle. That actually sounds like a good use of jug-handle. You threw us for a jug-handle instead yeah. of a loop. So, I'll say her her answers are really good. Yeah. Um, but also how she says her answers are really funny. Oh, nice. She just seems like really witty. Yeah, she's Which, a like, witty we're writer. reading her book. Yeah. Like she's, oh, yeah, witty she's very and witty. Um, so I'll just read out some of these. There, there's a good bit, but I'll skip around a little bit. The interviewer asked favorite book growing up. Uh, she really loves The Giver and Elemis Chronicles. I've never heard of that. The Elemis Chronicles. I, I might not I be love saying the Giver. It. The Giver's a great. The Giver book. is really good. And then she said Harry Potter. Obviously, she's not a monster. Um, they asked her about her childhood aspirations, and she said, "A writer or play in the WNBA." Ooh, that's oh, cool. nice. And then she says, "Important to note that she had not at that time, and literally still has not ever played, played a basketball. single game of basketball." <laughs> hey, it's never too late. Hey. Dream, yeah, dream big. If we're trying to be podcasters, Emily could probably make it in the WNBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, favorite things to do other than reading, and this is the one that this is the dirt. Are you ready? Oh boy! Oh man! Assembling an army of brilliant, gutsy, and glitter-covered she warriors with whom to dismantle the patriarchy yes. and make the world gentler. She also That's likes. Awesome. Oh my god! That's she so cool. also likes. Dancing. Oh my god. We've got Emily, you now, Emily. Please come on this podcast. It's so cool. Emily, send your glitter warriors to dismantle the patriarchy, please. God. And then um the the last one. Uh two more, I guess. Um surprising personal fact. She once won nine 
cakewalks in a row at a school carnival. What is? Do you know what cakewalk? We did cakewalks. I don't know what a cakewalk it's is. It's like musical Is that chairs. like a firewalk? So cakewalks, I actually wanted to talk about this too because cakewalk was like a big thing in my elementary school. We did it for like fundraising. We had a harvest festival every mm-hmm. year and a section of the harvest festival was a cakewalk. So everyone that comes, not everyone, but if you want to participate and like volunteer, you bake a cake and you put it on the cakewalk table and it gets assigned a number. So if there's like 30 cakes, Judging then you put um, numbers on the floor in a giant circle, yeah, one through 30, and then 30 people get on and you walk around and whatever number you end on, like you get that cake and you pay like $10 to play. So you're oh, like, that's cool. you're like guaranteed to take home like a homemade cake and also... The school makes like 300 bucks from the fundraiser. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, that was a cakewalk. Hey, do you want to know a fun fact? Yeah. I completely zoned out when you were explaining cakewalks. Yeah. Because I have a new idea. Okay. If em- if Emily Henry comes on the show, yeah, yeah. I'll get a tattoo of breadsticks and under it, it'll say... <laughs> Cakewalk. An ally to the Glitter Warriors. Ooh, Dismantle I like it. the patriarchy. Dismantle yeah. the patriarchy. That that whole sentence. Wait, you get you get half a breadstick, I'll get the other half, and you get half wow, of the Wow, and same. we can connect. Yeah, we'll connect and put it together. And wow. We'll, let's do it. Okay, and please, please come on the show so I can we get actually, that tattoo. We actually want this tattoo now. So there's your author's note for the week. Cool. Maybe she'll come on the show and do real fun facts. And like, <laughs> yeah, instead of stupid fake fun facts. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm Those saying, are I'm saying like current. Robbie, sorry, I should have said like current fun facts. And also, I'll get a tattoo. Right. Do you want to bookmark it there? Bookmark it in the do discussion. Wanna, yeah. Do you want to breadstick it there? Nice. Let's, like let's it. put a, let's put a breadstick. Let's in put it. a breadstick oh, in our books. Nice and greasy on you know, the pages. Yeah, that would be terrible. That'd be a terrible bookmark. Maybe we can do an episode about so our favorite bookmarks, but okay. breadsticks will not be among that list. Oh, okay. Or a segment. Okay. What you think? <laughs> Do y'all use? Okay, um, <laughs> let's bookmark it there. Uh, special thanks to uh, Maddie Moon for the wonderful art of our podcast, and Jacob Robinson for the music for our incredible intro and outro. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Um, thanks, Kate, again for writing in. Uh, thank the you, Killer. <laughs> Kate, the Killer Hiller, and thanks, Chloe. She uh, oh, uh, yes, Chloe, and told us how to pronounce uh, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah, Edinburgh, which we pronounced incorrectly I was, and i, I probably just pronounced incorrectly again i don't know who said it, it i think me. it was me oh was it you i think it was that me. makes me feel better because i thought it was me because i said and i've been there so that just it shows definitely my... wasn't me because i know how to pronounce it I've and def- you can't prove that <laughs> because i never said it nice um thanks chloe thanks we're all idiots maybe that should be our sign off instead of and the real friends or the books we made along the way we just say and we're all idiots and okay. then we Click. yep i'm down uh where can they find us Yes, uh, yes. If you want to email and be cool and be a part of the book club and uh, uh, you know join in on the discussion, you can email us at our Gmail account, which is bookendswithfriends at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, bookends underscore with underscore friends, Twitter at bookendspod, TikTok is uh, at bookendswithfriends. So that's where you can find us. Uh, cool. Get in on the Come ground floor. We still haven't taken off yet. Um, the elevator we, doors are still open. Yeah, the fire department's on its way. We're not sure if we're and ever going to get them closed. But. We're never going to get off the ground floor, but um, maybe we will. And then maybe Emily Henry will come on our show, and maybe I'll get a tattoo of breadsticks. But then that, then we'd be like the Willy Wonka elevator, and we'd fly we'd out fly of the ceiling. Yeah. As if Emily Henry gets on the show, we're flying through. We're that Willy Wonking. We're Willy Wonking, and, and Jug handling right out of here. Can't tell you. I forget what it's called. 
Oh, anyway, <laughs> great, great joke, Brett. Great joke, Brett. And the real friends were the books we made along we're the all way. Idiots. Check this out. The real books were the jugs we handled along the way. I am dead. <laughs>